Hello, and welcome to the very first QSAT to the Future podcast. I am one of the hosts, Grace. Hi, I'm John. And we're here to talk about all things QSAC, one movie at a time. Yeah. So. I remember when we first started talking about this, we were like, do we go chronological? Do we do top five? Do we go biographical? Yeah. Um, but we we felt we should do say anything first, regardless. Yeah, because I think that's kind of the first into QSAC to a lot of, that, you know, maybe a lot of people have, um, whether they know it or not, they've probably seen a picture of him holding the stereo over his head. And that was mm-hmm. like, what is this movie, right? Or what is this from? And I think... Was this your first QSAC movie? No. <laughs> no? <laughs> Which one was yours? Mine was uh, Gross Point. Okay, mine was High Fidelity. Yeah. Yeah. So it's like Gross Point and then High Fidelity for me. And then all the others. Because I was like, this guy's awesome. Yeah, this guy's like, this guy's what I want to be. And I like, so many times I tell people that I was named after John Cusack. And they're like, really? I was like, no. <laughs> you keep that, John. Dude. Yeah. You keep that. I keep that. And then I just lie to people right off the bat. So they know what I'm about. <laughs> well, fun fact. Uh, apparently one of my exes looked a lot like John Cusack. Really? Yeah. <laughs> and he had a name that was also one of the characters. And I won't divulge. It's not like he's going to listen, but still, yeah. it's just, it's hilarious. <laughs> um, but I remember when he turned 21, we went to a bar and no one would believe his ID uh-huh. um, because he had like facial hair in his ID and he did it in real life. Uh-huh. And my friend goes, just because this motherfucker looks like John Cusack, you ain't gonna let him in the bar? <laughs> I was just mortified. I was like, oh my god, he does look like Cusack. This is You're like, oh, <laughs> everything's being revealed to me. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, oh god, okay, awesome. <laughs> yeah, fun fact. <laughs> That's great. Your name fun is fact of, John. Fun fact I, of the day. I dated a dude that looked like him, so there we go. <laughs> so now what I'm going to do, my bit of detective work, is I'm just going to print his IMDb page and then just, like, oh, you don't have, uh, like, social media. I was just going to go through his uh, IMDb page and compare his character names to your friends list. If I had. <laughs> <laughs> and I just want to find Friends this list? Excuse me, my exes don't exist after I'm done with them. <laughs> right. <laughs> talking about... <laughs> They're done. <laughs> Good lord. <laughs> but John's been named every name, so it doesn't matter. Yeah. He's yeah, from Rob to Lloyd to whatever else he was named. <laughs> I really wish I had more momentum there. <laughs> like, those are the two that really matter. <laughs> yeah, those are the main ones. Um gross and point really? and blank. <laughs> The serenity one, you know, with the glove, Mr. Glove. Yeah. Um, but I remember uh, John Cusack was one of, like, the main things we bonded over when we first, like, met. Yeah. Yeah. It was just us in the green room for, um, during the production of Geek Show 2. And I don't remember how it came up, but I was like, oh, <laughs> we're talking about John Cusack. I think let's do this. I think it was a question about fandoms and someone had asked like, "Oh, what's the what's a what's a fandom that people wouldn't think about you?" And mm-hmm. I said um something like I have a, a huge um 
like not it's not rom-com but like teen Mm -hmm. teen type of movie thing Mm -hmm. where i have to watch i just keep watching them and i i said like anything with john husak or or hughes that were Uh like in the movies i would be like yes I want to watch this. And they're like, John Cusack, which one's your favorite? And I think I said, you know, like I said, oh, Gross Point Blank. It's a, a cross between Gross Point Blank and High Fidelity. And I think I remember you going, High Fidelity? Yeah. Clear across the room, I walked over. We're talking about High Fidelity over here? Like we're talking Cusack or what? Yeah. <laughs> like, oh, yeah. Do you like, uh, like teen movies, though, and like rom-coms and stuff? Or is like John Cusack a very special case? <laughs> Well, the the rom coms, not so much. I mean, I'll watch them and I'll appreciate them. There's a few uh-huh. that are like, you know, that I absolutely love. But I uh-huh. think it's like all the '80s, like coming of age movies that were kind of like that mm-hmm. that I like totally loved. And I think anything that has to do with like, like, um unconventional ways of getting together like that's why i really loved gross point blank because yeah you know we'll talk about it when we get to that movie but the part where he confesses his love while he's like shooting at people i (laughs) I was just like this is an amazing meet cute yes and so it's stuff like that that i'm just like and there is a high school element to that as well and also i forgot that jeremy piven's in that movie as well (laughs) like the, the world of Cusack, he keeps using, or he keeps getting drawn to the same people. Yeah, who plays I don't. Yeah, and I love it. I don't know who is it. Him who's like, I'm bringing my friends, or if it's just like you guys work well together, just bring them back. I have. That... It has to be right. Yeah, because like he's kind of like, yeah, because even Pippin shows up in Serenity ha- or in Serendipity, so it has to be like. I want my friends to be. I want. Look, I'm coming over. My friends are coming, whether you pay them or not. So you might as well just pay them. Yeah, my friends and my sister. Come on. Yeah, yeah, of course. (laughs) So yeah, so I I think it's a little bit of that, and I think it's just you know like you you grew up on those movies. You grew up on Mm -hmm. John Cusack. You grew up on on John Hughes, and so it's those movies that I absolutely love. Yeah. Yeah. Like for me though, I. I love rom-coms regardless. <laughs> <laughs> I, no, I'll watch. I do love rom-coms, but I have to say, like, there hasn't been a really good rom-com in a while. Yeah, I think right? we kind of just gave up on that genre as a species. <laughs> we're just like, we're done here. Because <laughs> it's like, oh, superheroes now. Fuck rom-com. And I'm like, no, yeah. bring them back. <laughs> yeah, I love me a good airport chase. Yeah. <laughs> Or, you know, like, some type of a fight of how, like, they don't belong together. Yeah. <laughs> the last good rom-com that I saw was, like, Always Be My Baby. And that was, like, a yeah. huge thing, right? Yeah. But I think before that, like, it was slim pickings. Yeah. Like, I yeah, they just, they're like, we're done here. It's, people are too cheated <laughs> and broken. <laughs> I love rom-com so much. I was telling you this before we recorded where I, like, try and create meet cutes in real life <laughs> dude i always love a good meet cute like i would always be like oh they're gonna get married yeah i was like oh and if i could have a small part of that <laughs> cool <laughs> because we are what day 5338 in quarantine yeah I don't I, I, I don't, something like here. that <laughs> um so we're still in quarantine 
And I have gotten to the point where I'm just, you know what? I don't care anymore. There's a liquor store three blocks from my house. There's a, a pizza place on that same street. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm like, you know what? I'm going to use Postmates, order beer, and I'm going to um, order pizza um, straight to them, and I'll just have it delivered to my house. So every time I do that, and I do this a lot, <laughs> I like to imagine a meet cute <laughs> happening at my house where the pizza guy and then the person <laughs> delivering my beer is just like, hey, it's you again. And then I don't know. I'm like, it's a rom com. Okay. It seems like a terrible rom com, but Oh no. I'm I'm gonna make this happen. We'll we'll make this into a play. We'll figure it yeah. out. Yeah. Oh my god. <laughs> And I could be that slob. I was like, is my beer, my beer here yet? <laughs> you like prolong it because you know the pizza person's coming in like two minutes. You're like, hey, I'm going to keep this conversation going until they show up. Exactly. I'm As I you to meet. <laughs> <laughs> oh, meet kids. No, I, 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 yeah. I do love me a good rom-com, but I feel like I haven't seen one in a while. Yeah. So I think that's once we go through uh, John Cusack's entire film filmography, <laughs> we'll just seek out rom-coms. Dude, no, because I've been thinking, I, I think what happened is like all the good rom-com leading men became the action heroes. Yeah. Because I was like, dude, Captain America had his own little thing of rom-coms that I loved. and we Which ones? Again. Let this me see if I've seen these. I think there's a few, and then I know that um, Reynolds has a few too. Oh yeah, Reynolds for a while. Like, was it the proposal? The maybe, um, the maybe so one or something like. That? Yeah, where he had a daughter. Yeah, I love that um, one. That one I keep going back to because I cry every time. Yeah, so. so. I just, yeah, I have my I have my good stack of rom coms. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I remember there's a point in high school where I loved rom-coms so much. Very unapologetically, I loved rom-coms. So we had to write an essay about movies, and I wrote mine about, um, fuck, what was it? I don't remember what it, I wrote it on, but it was a rom-com. It was like a very, very rom-com movie. And then when I, like, we had to present it to the class. And then when I did, so many people thought I was just presenting that just to create this illusion of, like, a romantic just to talk to girls and i was like no i one i'll talk to any about anybody about rom-coms and two i made no attempt to talk to anybody after that. <laughs> i think we need to come up with just a list of our favorite rom-coms because it's like 10 things i hate about you can't mm -hmm. wait like i feel like you know the there's this the surge of rom-coms right so there's like the 80s rom-coms the 90s rom-coms are my babies right mm -hmm. and then like the early 2000s that were a little bit yeah yeah where it seemed like it was all matthew mcconaughey holding the genre <laughs> the genre down <laughs> he's like fool's gold let's go i was like i can't keep watching 10 things not 10 things how to lose a guy in 10 days or some shit but i'm gonna because yeah because that's all we got <laughs> so would say anything be in your top 10 say so i think that's yeah pretty, it's pretty iconic i think it's very iconic but it's it's not one that like i watch every very, like very often well like yeah so it's not not one that comes out of the vault when i need a good cry you know like yeah because i think it's too serious 
it's yeah it's very serious I think it's like cute. like there's not it's not like oh i'm gonna like it's like real teenage angst of being lost after high school and just mm-hmm. being like fuck it i'm gonna do this if this is my last gesture as a senior mm-hmm. and just it's it just like when i'm watching it and rewatching it again before this was just like oh my god like this is this real world shit this isn't yeah. like <laughs> you know, I need to find someone for prom real quick. This is like this, this is, is real shit. The winter back. Yeah, not only that, the fucking IRS shows up. So you know it's real. <laughs> I have to say, like I always, especially like I always thought, like that subplot of the dad. Yeah, it just came out of left field for me, and then I watched it today as like an almost forty year old woman, and just going like. How does it all of a sudden make sense? Yeah, like I did not get that when I was like my first dozen viewings of right? this movie. But now, as someone who is terrified of the IRS, I'm like, yeah, dying alone is scary, but getting audited is way scarier. I think it's just, you know, when you're a kid, you're just like, haha, the dad's a criminal. And now you're like, oh, fuck, no. Same yeah. <laughs> Oh my god. <laughs> so for everyone listening, we're just going to assume that you've seen say anything cuz otherwise, <laughs> whoops, spoilers. Yeah. But also that movie came out like 31 years ago. Yeah. So, uh spoilers from here on out if you didn't know already. <laughs> we should put um, that on. <laughs> Welcome to Kusa, to the future where everything's going to be spoiled for you. Yeah. From here on out, spoilers. <laughs> From here to every episode until we rebrand to whatever this becomes. <laughs> or, or episode 1000, we're still talking about Cusack. It's still called Cusack to the Future, but no mention of John Cusack. Yeah. Um, it, it's like seven degrees of John Cusack. Yeah. Um, but yeah, do, should we talk about the plot for a little bit before? And then we'll just talk about... Let's like, try to recreate point. it in his... As, in our in our own sensible way, <laughs> yeah, in our own brains. Yeah. Um. Let's talk about how, uh, say anything plays out for us. Yeah. I I w- w- so we both watched it today. Yeah. Um, a lot of this was a surprise. <laughs> I don't remember it opening the way it did. Really. Yeah. And thinking now, I was like, "How the fuck did it open?" <laughs> <laughs> That's kind of what I was like trying to think of that too. I was like, how did it open? Did it open? Did it open with? Oh my god! <laughs> Quarantine brain. I can't remember. I know. What Welcome to Keys to the Future, <laughs> where we talk until our brain fails us. <laughs> it's graduation, right? It was. It was John, and then he. Well, oh, sorry. It was. Uh, it was Lloyd Corey. talking to his two friends. Corey. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Corey in DC and saying. Um, I'm gonna ask her out. Right. Yes. He was just like, I'm gonna ask her out for our second date. <laughs> oh, right, right, right. So he's like, I'm gonna ask her out for our second date, and they're like, You didn't even ask her out for the first time. Yeah. And he was like, Yeah, we we ate we ate we across from each other at the food court at the mall. Yeah. Now that it and, now we're talking about it, now I can remember the thing. Yeah. I'm like, Oh yeah, the synapses for that part of my brain is working again. Yeah. But I did also, because, like, later on, he talks about his doomed first date. And I was like, wait, your first date was the fucking party. That was not, I totally forgot that whole yeah. thing in the beginning where he took her to the mall. I was like, did they, 
is that retconned in my brain somewhere but yeah we're like that was kind of weird lloyd let's not talk about this anymore (laughs) because any person not played by john cusack say those words you're like oh man (laughs) that's kind of (laughs) weird I sat, I sat, I sat across her from at the mall at the food court. So that was our first date. You're yeah. just like, no, man. <laughs> what are you talking about? Well, That's I, not a date. But then, yeah. But then they talk about like what exactly is a date, and then um, was it? So one of his friends, I forget which one, was called. Said it was a prearrangement with a possibility of romance, which. I thought was nice because I never really thought what a definition of a date was. A pre-arrangement. Well, like, I think that's a question for us is like, what is a date then? Mm-hmm. I think because this movie brings up a lot of things for us. And I was like, yeah. oh, what is a date? Because apparently, I don't know. Yeah, same here. I was just like, oh, okay. that's. I have no idea what a date was. Just like my current partner. Mm-hmm. Our first date. Um... I God. <laughs> so we, I had this, this meet meeting, a literal meeting. I called a meeting. Were you in front of uh, someone's house delivering beer and or pizza? <laughs> I called a meeting to tell him, "Hey, I like you, and maybe would like to date you." Mm-hmm. And when I got to where we were supposed to meet, it was a bar. Um, I immediately chickened out and didn't say anything, and then we just hung out for four hours. And then at the end, <laughs> at the end, he's like, "Hey, you want to grab dinner on Thursday?" I was like, "Sure, whatever." Uh huh. And then he showed up on Thursday, really dressed nicely, <laughs> and I wasn't like, "Flubby ass." like some just ripped up flannel and like whatever and I looked at him and then I looked up at myself and I was like oh this is a date <laughs> just, just I was like oh no <laughs> and he's like no 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 it's cool you can just let's let's go let's go the reservations yeah. or whatever I was like okay and then the restaurant didn't open for like another hour so I was like hey let's go to the beach and he thought it was going to be this cute thing. I made him walk in the beach in his nice dress shoes. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, fuck it. This is amazing. <laughs> ruined already. So I don't even know what a date is. I'm just, because uh-huh. you know, like, I always, I always thought of a date as dude shows up with flowers. Mm-hmm. You go to a dinner and a movie. That's just standard ass basic date, right? Yeah. But it actually happened in real life. I was like, oh, You're like oh my, oh my god, this is real. <laughs> I was like, oh no, this is, this changes everything about what I thought a date was. So I've had a few conversations with people regarding date. Like, is it a date? Like, do you have to say? hey, would you like to go on a date for it to be a date? Or do I you just, it, like, how how does it become that line where you're just like, oh, I'm grabbing dinner with someone to, mm-hmm. oh, it's a date. It needs to be verbalized. It needs yeah. to be verbalized. Clearly. Clearly. <laughs> that said, you want to go on a date versus you want to grab some dinner. Yeah. I would have, in my head, made myself look gate-worthy 
And then, yeah. then hey, I'm gonna go like skate on 46th Street. Like, yeah, yeah. I remember um, with the person I'm dating now. Um, we were hanging out for a really long time, and then I was just like, "Oh, do you want to uh, go out to a movie?" Like, I don't know how exactly it happened, but she was just like, "Oh yeah, that'd be a cool date." And I was like, "Why do you say it like that?" Like, it became this weird thing. But she was like, well, you never asked me out. I was like, the fuck are you talking about? We've been dating for like no, 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 no. two months, right? And she was like, well, you never asked. And I was like, didn't I? That's the thing, dude. You have to like, you have to like do that gesture of like, we are on a date. We are going on a date. I would like you to be my partner my significant other the only person i'm dating it needs to be verbalized because then our asses will not know what's going on yeah because i don't i, I didn't know that was a thing like <laughs> people listening from like what the fuck is wrong with it? <laughs> but like i didn't know that was a thing i thought there was like a, like once we left high school that stopped being a thing i thought like <laughs> apparently people are still going around being like would you like to be my like yeah. boyfriend girlfriend partner like I didn't know. I thought I was like, I didn't know. <laughs> That's what I thought. Like a month and a half in, Jack's like, yeah. "Will you be my girlfriend?" I was like, "I thought I already was." <laughs> He's just like very presumptuous of you. There. <laughs> I was like, "Holy shit!" But in my head, it's like middle school. It's like, "Hey, I like you. Hey, I like you. Yeah, cool. Would like you like to be my girlfriend? Please circle yes or no." <laughs> I didn't know, yeah, so, like, the gestures of, like, datehood is such a weird thing, and, like, yeah. when when that comes up in in the movie of, like, what is a date, or how does he, you know, take her out on a date, because their second date is, what, the graduation party, mm-hmm. and I got so confused when he said, I'm gonna take care of your daughter for the next seven or eight hours, I was like, wait, yeah, <laughs> I was like, it's like... 9 p.m. maybe. <laughs> I was like, hold up, where are you taking her, sir? Yeah. <laughs> and then she comes out looking like she's going to prom. I was like, what is the date procedure at this point? Yeah, I was like, what is happening? I was like, did he say in that call with her, would you like because he didn't say it was a date. What did he, he just say? said, Would you like to go out with me? That's that's a that's a date. Oh, okay. The word See, I think... would you like to go out with me, that's a date. Versus, like, now, if would you like to go out with me means, do you want to be my girlfriend, right? Or yeah, see, I think, I, okay, I, I don't want to blame John Cusack movies, <laughs> but, like, I don't talk to a lot of people, so my knowledge of said things comes from John Cusack <laughs> movies. Hell yes. Yeah. Hell yes. That's so where I, I basted everything around. Exactly. I didn't know, like, in any of his movies, he never said would you like to be my girlfriend? It was just kind of a thing. <laughs> it just happened. It just happened. So I was like, all right. I, I didn't know this was a, a switch that needed to be flipped. I thought it was just like a dimmer switch where eventually over time, it's there. No. So. I think that was one of the things too. And I was like re-watching it, just going like, oh, a lot of things in my life make sense. It's <laughs> <laughs> yeah. like, this is alarming. <laughs> So, um, their second date was the graduation party. Which where, also, who the fuck is having these graduation parties? 
it, they said it was like an older dude who does it every year and he dresses up like a chicken. Yeah. That was like the big thing Lloyd pushed it as when he was asking her out. Okay. But it was it was also weird. I like I didn't go to high school, right? Because I was really confused about that. Yeah, I didn't think he went to their high school. <laughs> it's, like, it's like Fast Times at Ridgemont High with McConaughey just like showing up. Yeah. Just like, but even that guy, I'm just like, I was like, how is everything so beautifully organized and so lovely? Like, yeah. And they don't spend time together. Mm -hmm. this party. Yeah, like he would check in on her, like he'd like look over the party and be like make eye contact with her. Yeah, but there was no bonding there. And then because he was the key master, he had to make sure like no drunk people got their keys. Yeah. So it was just like it was that thing where you're just like, all right, this is showing that he's responsible. Yeah, but, and I think because they had that moment of like, oh, he's really sweet. Because he keeps checking in on me. And at first, like, she doesn't like that, right? Mm -hmm. Then she liked it later. And so it's just like, how is she supposed to know who he is when they're not spending time at this party? Yeah. And it's just, it's, you know, and apparently he, everyone knows who he is. Mm -hmm. But, you know, so he's like talking to all these other people. And then when people talk to her they always ask about him like what are you doing here with him yeah. <laughs> it was just like so it was this very weird dynamic of like oh my god how'd you get Diana to, to date you oh my god why are you here with him like it was just, yeah it's so they were like learning about each other through other people and I thought that was really cute but mm -hmm. also I was like can you guys hang out for like yeah can you talk <laughs> can you do something Jesus because when do you think there was that moment where she realized that she likes him? Because when he asked her out on the phone, as soon as they agreed to go on that date, she, I don't think she knew who he was. Like she no. said, like she opened the yearbook and was just like, oh shit, that's who I'm dating. Yeah. So when do you think she was, it was it like that she realized, okay, he's cool. Was it like when they're at that 7 Eleven that she was selling her dad where there's broken glass and he's like, yeah. watch out for the glass and then he kicked it? I think, I think it was that like, moment of oh he's because that's what i noticed too of like oh she's still filling him out she still doesn't know who he is but when i thought that was like a really weird funny moment in the movie where he sees mm -hmm. the glass and kicks it out of her way mm -hmm. and she you know i think that is when she's like oh he cares about me mm -hmm. um or he i don't want to say he knows who i am because yeah. like, throughout the whole movie, she's like, no one knows who I am. So I think that's the thing of like, oh, he cares about me, um, even though he doesn't know who I am kind of mm -hmm. thing. So I do think there is a little bit of that. Um, I think the ride home for sure was really oh, they're taking that drunk guy home <laughs> of just like seeing and, and seeing him be nice. Mm -hmm. to everyone like, he's like the nicest motherfucker there and it's just like, yeah. he doesn't yell at anybody who's like yelling at him or hitting him or doing all these things he's just genuinely like I want you to have a good time and I'm here to yeah. make sure that you're going to so it, yeah. just, it felt like I think I told you this bef before we started recording but like he is just this optimistic guy and he mm -hmm. sees the good in everything and I'm just like oh my god and I think that's I think that's what she's kind of drawn to in that moment mm -hmm. of like, oh, he's not faking it for me. 
mm-hmm. you know like it's like this this thing of maybe maybe i should take this shot yeah because yeah, that was my main realization of like lloyd throughout this movie is just like how honest he was with everything, everything. Yeah. you know where it was also it was weird that their counselor showed up to that party <laughs> what the fuck <laughs> okay no so <laughs> i understood what she was trying to do she's trying to get all those stragglers because oh you know she's, uh-huh. trying, she's trying to get like i didn't see any of these motherfuckers like i'm gonna get them where i know they're gonna be at so i can just uh-huh. sign off and turn the goddamn paper in is it though because she threw her keys at lloyd as if <laughs> she was there to fuck shit up <laughs> okay that too i yeah but <laughs> nonetheless, whatever her intention was at that party. <laughs> but I think it's just really funny. I'm just, yeah, like, I think just everyone's showing up. Like, it's the party in this very small, whatever, mm-hmm. small, whatever town near Seattle. Yeah, outside of Seattle. Yeah. But it's, I think it's just, just this idea of, like, everyone knows Lloyd. Mm-hmm. Right? Everyone yeah. knows Lloyd. And no one knows this, like, pick of the crop girl. Mm-hmm. Right, and she even says that like no one knows me mm-hmm. and then it became that thing and i think that was another great moment that they had um on the drive home the next morning yeah where she's just like well they didn't know you but they, they 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 knew of you but then after the night they know you yeah and then like she had that that look on her face she's like yeah. yeah i was like god he's just like the nicest guy i can't i can't with lloyd because <laughs> i think i think the thing that sparked it or this, like, idea of the podcast in general was you asking me this question, like, would Lloyd still mm-hmm. be, what, what, like, relevant today or something? Mm-hmm. Or, like, would this, like, would a person like that yeah. kind of work today? Because... Yeah. And, like, a lot of it, I don't know, because... i know we're like kind of at a loss for words because it's like i even told you and i think my question back or my my statement back to you is like he barely worked back then Mm -hmm. like and i think that it is this kind of like the whole time we're like lloyd this can't be real like lloyd cannot be real yeah you know i think it's that thing now just because like i don't want to say like people are just jaded but when it's that thing where people are so good and pure you just like to think that they wouldn't function in the world as it is today like a lot of people say superman wouldn't work today just because he's too good you know i think that's how i see lloyd i'm like Mm. he's too good he's Mm. you know like you see a person do these things whether it's real or in like a like a rebooted version of say anything you're just like I don't trust this guy's attentions, you know? <laughs> like, what's wrong with him? Well, I, th- I think with this one, like, and I, I think this is kind of a thing for, like, all those 80s, like, teen movies, right? But, like, they're, like, old souls and young bodies, mm-hmm. right? Like, they're so, and not to say that the youth of today isn't articulate, right? Mm-hmm. Or smart, or all these other things, but I was, I was, saying like what comes out of his mouth is how you're saying honest you say honest but i say brave like when he talks to his sister Mm -hmm. yeah um and and confronts her about how she's just expecting him to be this grown-up and he's Mm -hmm. he's just like i'm not 
I'm not the person who left you. I want to have fun with your son. I want to, you know, and yeah. you used to be fun. You used, yeah, you used to, be. to be fun. And it's just like, you know, you expect her to hit back or something, but she looks at him and she's like, God damn it. He's right. Yeah. And the way he said it too, there was, there was like no venom there. What? It was just like, I'm just hanging out with you. Yeah. This you know, so I was like, this, this, I miss who you were before mm-hmm. all this. And yeah, it's like and it's it's like I miss who you were. I don't fault you for how things are right now. Yeah, you know, like I I understand why things are it is. I just want to say, yeah, you know. So he's so good in that. Even uh, that one scene where it was the next date after the party, uh, he meets her dad. That was the dinner and the dinner party. That also, and- I was just like, who brings their partner or the boy that they're dating? To the family. Yeah, right away. He did, and I don't know if they left this on the, like, this is in between the scenes, but I'm guessing Lloyd did not ask her to be her boyfriend, (laughs) or vice versa, or whatever. Yeah. No, it was just, I want you to meet my family. Yeah, because even, I think, sometime around that point, they were having a discussion of, like, oh, I'm leaving for Europe in a few weeks. Let's just be friends with potential. That was on the way home. That was when he was walking her home. She's like, I have 16 weeks left. And he goes, that's a lot of time. And I loved that. I was like, like, that's a ton of time. And it's like four months. And you're like, well, yeah, it is a ton of time. Yeah, like, that's a long time. (laughs) Like, everything he does is just, yeah, he's just so pure. (laughs) He's just so pure. And... And even when during that very, very strange dinner, uh, she was, uh, um, I don't, I think she was just there, but her dad, I think, or whoever else was at the dinner party was just like, so what do you want to do, Lloyd? Oh. And then he had that perfect response. Where, well, this is the moment where I was like, oh my God, I'm Lloyd Dobler. When I, when I was a kid, it's like, oh my God, I'm Lloyd Dobler. <laughs> where he was just like, uh, where was it? He was like, he, he doesn't want to uh, buy anything, sell anything, or process anything, or buy anything. So, you know, so. Yeah. That whole thing of like, I just don't want to be in that rat yeah. race of shit. And I just remember when I've one of the first times I saw it as a quote unquote adult, I mm-hmm. was just like, that is brilliant. I don't ever want to be one of those people. Yeah. I don't want those things. Yeah. <laughs> and again, like that goes back to like the idea of like, God, it's just, it's like the writing of this movie, but also like the genuineness of like, you know, john's delivery with that and just the character like the character just totally draws you in like here's he's not jaded as mm-hmm. an army brat right he's not like all these things of the world whatever whatever he's just like i call it as i see it and this is what i want and i'm gonna do everything to get what i want mm-hmm. i think that was like i'm so used to all these other teenage movies where they don't really do that yeah. They're just like it falls into my lap or I give up after so many whatever or you know like it's mm-hmm. just this it, it just works. <laughs> it does and it's a very it's a very odd thing for me to be like you know confronted with Lloyd mm-hmm. <laughs> as an adult and you're just like fuck. <laughs> yeah. It, yeah, it's it's a very it's quite a thing to watch this as an adult. <laughs> you know, you're just like, man, I wanted to be Lloyd when I was a kid. Yeah. What the fuck happened to me? 
right? It's like you know, the whole it's... world is expecting us to be Diane, but we're yeah. like, nope, we're that mediocre kid who kind of just knows everybody. And it's really, yeah. and I and I don't say mediocre in like a bad way, but like even, even um, her dad says her that dad at one point. calls him mediocre. She calls him basic. Like I don't. Yeah, I made a note of that. I was like, she calls him basic. She's like I don't then... usually go for someone as basic as you, and I was just like, is is like. He is anything other. Yeah. And, and then so she was just like, did I ruin it? She tells her dad and they both look out the window and he is like <laughs> ecstatic outside. He's just fucking like as if he played a beautiful symphony. He was just so happy. Yeah. I was like, oh, Lloyd, you're not basic. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's just this, I think the genuineness. Because like, I mean, if we met Lloyd in real life, would we would you know i would be super suspect about it absolutely <laughs> like there's no there's no way in fuck a person is really like this yeah or i'd be like you got problems man like if like i was her dad and then this is something lloyd actually says to her dad where i think again they're talking about um his future mm -hmm. and all he really says is like like what i really want to do with my life like what i want to do with my life what i want to do for a living is be with her make her happy because yeah. i'm good at it or something along those lines yeah but i'm like that's a great fucking movie line but like as a parent you hear that you're like <laughs> uh, what the fuck do you mean by that jujitsu <laughs> i know as a parent well I, and i get that it's like very much from their point of view right mm -hmm. and then as an adult looking at it it's like oh god this is the i know you're gonna be together forever but can you like back the fuck up type of thing right because yeah. you're like what 18 17 yeah and i think that's the thing too of like the reality that we've faced hasn't faced these kids yet yeah and you're just like oh my god please stay like this yeah stay stay golden oh. <laughs> but when i i saw this movie for this viewing it mm. really felt like the dad had a bigger part in this story than i thought i, yeah. I remembered i knew at first, I was just like, oh, okay, he's just the antagonist of the movie to, to like, push these two apart. Mm -hmm. But this viewing, for whatever reason, I was just like, okay, there's a lot more going on. Like, there's a lot of little uh, side stories for this, you know? Like, not not just side stories, but little short stories within the bigger story. Mm -hmm. Like, there, there's that story with uh, um, Lloyd's sister that you mentioned. Yeah. There's his relationship with his parents who were in the army. Um, her 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 relationship with her dad, her relationship with her mom, mm -hmm. you know, very briefly, mm -hmm. and then th they're all there. But there's a lot going on in this movie that I was just like, okay, big things are happening. But uh, yeah. for this one, especially for the the story for the dad, I was just like, man, there's a lot going on for this dude. Well, I think with him, like, let's let's break it down. Like, what do we think of him? Like, mm -hmm. The whole time, I'm like, what is this relationship they have? Yeah, and it was very. Like in in some points, it's um a little bit uncomfortable of how close they are, and I mm -hmm. get it, right? I get it. Like it's it's this thing of like she chose him in the divorce, which also I was like, oh yeah, there was no such thing as joint. Yeah. Then. But this idea of like, you know, she had to make the re like she had to make the relationship work because she chose him, mm -hmm. and it was this thing of like not only are you my dad you're my best friend or something like that mm -hmm. 
Yeah. Which, <laughs> Which there's that line um, where he's like, oh, since I'm your dad and also your friend, you get two gifts. Yeah. <laughs> Later on, I'm like, you fucking stole that from old people, man. <laughs> <laughs> Which, yeah, you're just like, oh. But it's, it's, I think it is this thing of like, they have to prove to each other that her choice was the right choice, right? And mm-hmm. even then, like, when she does meet up with her mom later on, you're like, oh, her mom's kind of not good. <laughs> yeah, you're just like, oh, okay, I kind of see. I kind of see why you chose him. Yeah. But it's, it, it does become this thing of, like, you know, very interesting daughter, father-daughter relationship. Mm-hmm. But also, like, what... what became of that of like because there's a thing at the end that i i was like is lloyd just a stand-in for the dad and i'm like no he's nothing like the dad yeah like as honest as lloyd is that's i think i mean like how dishonest the dad is presented because there's that scene where she's tell like asking like she find like she meets with us the irs person and then they're just like, look for these clues if your dad is guilty. And then she just finds like a treasure chest of cat, like a pirate's yeah. booty worth of cash. Yeah. And she's she confronts him about it. And she's like, did you take the money? And he's like, what are you talking? No. And then he's like, swear to God. And he's like, he's like, Diane, he's like, swear to God. And like, point blank, he's just like, I swear to God, yeah. I did not steal the money. From that point, I'm like, you a liar, man. <laughs> <laughs> I was like. You straight up lied to her. Right? Because there's this there's this thing where like Lloyd is actually honest and, mm-hmm. and the dad perceives to be honest. And the mm-hmm. thing that really got me is that at some point the shift of the movie becomes between Diane and her dad versus Diane and Lloyd because she's like, I can say anything to you, right? Or since mm-hmm. we can say anything to each other. And it's like, oh, that the say anything is between them two, not yeah. Lloyd and Diane. And I was like, I didn't catch that when I was younger. Yeah, I, I literally sat up today. I heard that. I was like, Oh my god, she said the title of the movie to him. What the <laughs> <Right>? fuck? <laughs> and it's like it's so it's so interesting because the whole mm. time she's like looking for truth and she sees it in Lloyd and, and is just like, This is too much. Yeah, can't can't just... handle this. I gotta go. <laughs> right. Especially, like, just little things that he did where I think they were talking about Lloyd, whether she likes or loves him. Ugh. And then it just became that scene with him. And he was just talking, like, just really trying to make her feel bad, just to hammer the point that he's innocent. He had that line of just, like, a computer spits out your name and then an innocent man, and he just kind of trails off. Mm. I'm like, well, you know you're not innocent. <laughs> you know? So I was like... <laughs> Just so many little things are just like Lloyd is like, like they like both her dad and Lloyd mean well. It's just something went wrong. Yeah, and you I know? think that's also the thing of like, I was wondering that of like you know are Lloyd and Diane like, like good for each other? Mm-hmm. You know after that all of that debacle because it's yeah. like. Because the dad mentioned that too. He's like, once you go to Europe, uh, you're going to be in like this international think tank. Uh, what what are you guys going to talk about while he's kicking punching bags? Yeah. You know? And I'm like, well, joke's on you, fucker. This was in 89. UFC was founded in 93. So he was on to something. <laughs> <laughs> but 
But I think that's that thing of the lo- the lost. Like they need to find who they are wherever they are, and you know they're gonna find themselves with each other, whatever. But I think that's that thing of like when Lloyd asks, "Do you just need somebody, or do you need, or do you me? need me?" Or, yeah. Do you need somebody or do you need me? And she couldn't yeah. answer. And I was just like, shut up, Floyd, shut up, Floyd, take take it. Just yeah. take it. That was heartbreaking though, because yeah. like he had that moment. He was like, Do you need someone or do you need me? And he was like very much hard had his guard up because you could like like yeah. a wounded puppy, you just felt really bad for Lloyd in the moment. <laughs> You're just like, Oh man. And he was just like, Do you need me or do you need someone? Like, do you need me or do you need someone or do you just need me? Mm. Whatever the fuck the line was. Yeah. <laughs> and then like, she didn't even respond. So there was like that hesitation. And he's just like, I don't care. And then yeah. they, they go in for it. And then while they're in each other's arms, then she says, then I she need you. It. Yeah. And I think that was the thing of like, she's, she just didn't know in that moment either. Like who mm-hmm. did you run to if she can't run to her dad? Yeah. Right. Cause literally it's like those two people in her world, other than like the old folks home. And yeah. it's just like, of, of also like, the fact that Lloyd says, I don't care. Because he mm-hmm. always says, I will just be there for you. I will In the card, I will yeah. always be there for you. Yeah. And I think he realized what that meant in that moment. Like, I don't care. Like, you're in yeah. I'm going to, you know. You need me, I'm there. Yeah. But also, it's that very heartbreaking thing. Because right at the beginning, he, he, was, like, he was talking about Diane. And then all his friends are just like, dude, don't do that. You guys aren't right for each other. You're just going to get hurt. And then he's like, he has that very earnest response. He's like, I don't want to get hurt. Like, you know, he's like, he's like, I want to get hurt. And you're just like, this is how, like, he's just so hopeful and up. Like, he just wants, like, he's just brave as fuck at that moment. Yeah. He's just like, worth it, you know? (laughs) Which I was just like, so when he said, I want, I want to get hurt. And then to that moment where he's just like, do you need me or like, (laughs) do do you need someone or do you need me? And he's like, I don't, whatever. Whatever. (laughs) I'm just like, Dude, he, he, at that point, I think he knows he's probably going to get hurt again. Oh, yeah. But he's like, she needs me. I need this. And I was just like, Jesus Christ, this is rough. <laughs> <laughs> but it, I, mean, I think that's the thing of like, I can't even explain it. I'm just like, that's that's basically like a high school relationship. Mm-hmm. right of just like trying to trying to find someone mm-hmm. no matter like who right and 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 lloyd very much knows that diane is his person in the moment mm-hmm. and i think because diane never really had anybody yeah she's just figuring that out right mm-hmm. and i also because... think she she knows that you know like when she goes off to europe like there's no way it can ha- that it would last if he didn't go with her. And I also mm-hmm. think it comes from her father who she completely trusts and like, you know, his view of love is skewed by this divorce and like the kid picking him. It's just like, yeah. you know, like you're going to have so many other opportunities and all this stuff, but it's still very much like it like I think in that moment she realizes I need you now. Mhm. Right? Yeah. versus like whenever and i think that's one of the greatest things especially at the end um when she like keeps looking at him and mm-hmm. in the in the airplane she just keeps looking at him and she's like okay so you're coming with me and then what happens mm-hmm. right and i think when he goes when that light comes on or when the light dings mm-hmm. it'll all be okay yeah 
and I just and and I'm like I remember watching it the very first time yeah. just waiting for that light and it took so long and then it went black out and I was like wait I want to see them in Europe yeah. <laughs> is everything alright <laughs> right because you're not scared it's just, I think there's that uncertainty and I think it really mirrors the the uncertainty in like The Graduate with Dustin Hoffman mm-hmm. at the end where like they're in the bus ride and they're like cool whatever let's go live we our lives did it yeah and then their faces are like cool whatever what the fuck do we do now yeah like what the fuck happens now <laughs> and i think it's a little bit like that like you see it you see them go through that whole range of emotion of like okay we're in takeoff this is really happening is everything going to be all right and then mm-hmm. you kind of see them become hopeful again right yeah. before the ding and i'm like would they still be around would they still yeah. be you know and i i i, I don't I see the thing that sucks for me is like I don't know. Yeah. They would have made it. Right? Yeah. I don't I don't know. Like I don't I don't want to know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No. Um, yeah, cuz Like I never want to know. Like they never got off of that plane for me. Like they're yeah. still there. Like they're they've been flying <laughs> 30 years. With, yeah, 30, 30 years. years with a plutonium fueled <laughs> airplane just <laughs> It's okay. <laughs> But I, I think that is that, like, you know, everything that Lloyd stands for mm-hmm. is kind of just summed up in that moment of, like, I think that was the first time that I saw him doubt something. Yeah. When he was looking at that ding and waiting for that ding. And I think that was the first time that I saw her hopeful. Mm-hmm. And I love that revolt, that reverse. Reversal. Look, yeah. Oh, man. <laughs> this fucking movie, man. <laughs> it's so, it's so good. It's so good. It's <laughs> let's let's go back to their breakup. <gasps> so just for their breakup, just the- Lloyd <laughs> Lloyd writes a letter. Do you remember the letter? Yeah, it said I'll always be there for you. Something yeah. something. Love Lloyd. Yeah. All all and the then, love in my heart. And I'm like, yeah. dude. <laughs> yeah. So <laughs> alright, so I'm gonna say This is when I their first uh, intimate Yeah get together yeah, their first the first yeah. time their first time yeah their that. first time having sex in the back seat You're of his right car you <laughs> know dude i love it he wrote her a note <laughs> and i'm not gonna lie when i saw this as a kid i was like that's not a very good letter <laughs> right? I had but as a as, as a grown-up i'm like oh my god that's powerful <laughs> right it's such a beautiful note <laughs> yeah it's the like but it's after that weird, like the first time, like everything about their first time is just awkward as fuck. Yeah, she at one point she was just like, "Are you shivering? <laughs> Are you cold?" And he's like, "No, no. I don't think so." He's like, <laughs> "I'm like, no, very visibly nervous about what's gonna happen." Yeah, but and then she, she tells her dad, mm-hmm. just nonchalantly, "I didn't want to do it, but I did it anyways." Yeah, but it, and then and I remember watching that when i was very young being like but she didn't want to do it so it was a very awkward moment but then seeing it again she initiated everything so i feel better about that yeah and she even said she's like and then i attacked Attacked him him. yeah and so on the okay sorry pause but on the um (laughs) i just realized this but uh on the on, on the side of the dad they said that dude so many times where for her she's like i didn't want to kiss him so i didn't 
but then I jumped him anyway, and then we had sex. Yeah. <laughs> At the end, where he's, he was in jail, and then Lloyd was just like, I decided that I wasn't going to go with her, yeah. because what's she going to do? Fall in love with this European guy? And he was like, oh, thank God, you're a good man for not hitching the ride. And then Lloyd goes, well, I decided I was going <laughs> to do it anyway. <laughs> There's like all these like callbacks in the movie that's so good. Yeah, and I was like, oh pen, man. It's like give him a pen, make sure to have her on your right foot. I was like, oh. Yeah. So you were saying about like them, their intimacy, and then she sharing that that yeah. information with her father. Yeah. And again, it goes back to that whole like I think that's the first time because I can say anything to you came up. Yeah. Like, oh, so it's about them. Yeah. It, it, I do have to say, like, the letter always kind of caught me off guard. When oh, I was the breakup like, letter? The, from him? Or no, 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 the, no not I love the breakup letter. letter, the love letter. Of just, uh-huh. like, that is the cutest thing ever, but also, like, I think as an adult, I, when as an adult, when it came up, I was like, oh, no, 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 do not send that letter. <laughs> but how you're saying, like, it was powerful. It was like, it's, it's a very, I don't know. Like, would I appreciate a letter? yeah it's an awkward thing it's an awkward letter (laughs) where you're just like i don't like there's i I was gonna say like when would you ever write a like there's no there's nothing that i can like relate that to (laughs) i tried but there is just nothing you could make with that connection where you're just like i just had sex for the first time (laughs) i'm gonna write her a letter and then he gave her heads up about it. it was like you should be getting a letter the next two days. And then she was just like, oh, I got it. And he was like, oh, my God. It's and then that's when she broke up with him. What the fuck is, no, but it's so funny because he goddamn mails it to her. He didn't, he didn't give it to her. He didn't hand deliver it. He was like, oh. so he had time. He had several steps to do before he was like, is this a bad idea? It's such a lovely... I'm going to think about this, what I'm going to say. I'm going to write what about, I'm going to say. I'm going to put this in an envelope. Really? I'm going to walk to the post office. No, no, no. I'm going to tell her about it. Look at it too, Corey... Yeah, you're right. He even shared it. He sent it to his friends and they okayed it. And then they were just like, is this good? And they're like, uh, they're, they're like, have you gotten a letter like this? And he was just like, no, I've always wanted to, though. And he's just yeah. like, fuck yeah. It's just this, like, I think he just sees, and again, like, it goes back to, like, how he sees the world and he's, he's just like, I want to do these things because I want to do these things, not because of someone else. And just like no one can trust that right yeah no one can trust that and so when she reads the letter and she's in the car which is just the most gut-wrenching scene yeah like i need to say something i need to say something too and they say it at the same time yeah like no i was like this is not gonna go how either of you think all of it it's just it's it's so hard to watch that scene and just see him so totally like he doesn't even understand it he's like wait (laughs) back up what did we just agree to yeah he's just like what 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 we he's like i need to study so i I can't spend as much time with you and he's like okay i can see that that's being smart he's like well how much time because i know you're leaving in a few weeks and then she's just like well And then it became very awkward. You're just like, oh no, Lloyd. It's just, it's so. Oh, God. I just, 
I like I like rewinded the scene to see like what was going on with the dynamics of this scene because I was just like, oh no, oh no, I know what's happening, but this hurts. Yeah, <laughs> it's like this scene and like the end of episode three where I know what's gonna happen. <laughs> like <laughs> Diane, please don't break up with him. Anakin, please not the young ones. <laughs> I've devastated both times. <laughs> but that breakup was fucking rough because when I think of this movie, I like, yeah, I think of that iconic shot with like the boombox. Yeah. Um, but more than that, like when I think of this movie, I think of him going through this breakup and then him saying that line where he's just like, I gave her my heart and she gave Isn't me a pen. pen. Where I'm like, oh, fuck, this movie will live with me forever. <laughs> and it's just, I feel like this is the beginning of the Cusack moment of him just being in the rain. Yeah, because right? he literally was in the rain, <laughs> in a phone booth, calling his sister, talking about how sad he was. Yeah. And then he had a uh, tape recorder. Was it narrating his thoughts or he was like it was saving the, it for his friend? Yeah, he was. Sa- he, he addressed it to Corey. Which okay. also Corey is a fucking character. I love her, but yeah. like, he's he's going through all of these things of like going. Th- he's going through like the geography of the relationship. <laughs> yeah. Here's the mall where we had our first date. Here's the street where we broke up. Like it's just all of these things. And, he and just- then there's that uh, brief cutaway or the, that brief uh, scene where he's just like, you know what the problem is? He's like, I I told my friends. We're all women about the letter, and they all like thought yeah, it was a good idea. So I'm gonna hang out with some guys, and then he hung out with some guys, and they're, they're all idiots. And he gets back into his car. He's just like, "Okay, that was a mistake." <laughs> but it's so it's so great because then like they're like telling him, "Yeah, we need to go get you a new girl." Blah blah blah. Fuck Diane. Blah blah blah. And then like Jerry B. Piven's character is just like, "Oh yeah, I had a relationship once like that. The way they made me feel." Mm-hmm. And then you just see him get sad, and like all <laughs> of them start thinking about their past relationships where they fucked up, or how like, or how it was good, and then like they were left or whatever. You just yeah. see them get like all sad boy about it, and I love that <laughs> moment. I love that moment where they're like, "Fuck, we're going through this too." Yeah, they're like, "Oh man, why are you making think make, make me think about this?" <laughs> and then Q's uh, Lord Q-Sack. And then Lloyd even goes, he's like, if you guys know everything about women, why are you guys all here alone drinking beers at the gas station? Yeah. And they're all like, it's by choice, baby. <laughs> it's by choice. I just love that scene of like, dude, you don't need, you don't need them. Yeah, you don't, this is not what you need. <laughs> <laughs> so that was great. Um, so many good moments in this Um <laughs> It's, I think it's just really well put together in terms of like here are all these teenage scenarios that kind of everyone can relate to or everyone can look forward to if they're watching it younger. Mm-hmm. And I think it's just this very like young emerging adult because she says it in her in her graduation her speech. speech, right? Like, you know, get ready for the real world, but we've been here in the real world. Mm-hmm. really haven't but they have and it's just it's it's this kind of like them realizing that they can kind of take charge of their own lives and do these these things and make their own decisions and i think i love that about this movie because in all of the other movies um 
nothing else that I can think of other than like Breakfast Club has this seriousness to the rom com, right? And Breakfast Club's mm-hmm. not a rom com, but like this idea of like they can create their own. I don't want to say destiny, but they can mm-hmm. create their own path, however it be. And I think that's really why I love this movie. And it didn't do that well, right? I don't. I, I don't remember. I don't think it really did well until like later it became like this cult. People found it. Yeah. But, but I think like people were like, I don't want to see another teenage movie. Blah blah. blah. But I think like this movie kind of is. We always say iconic, but I think it also kind of ingrained in us this idea of like, you know, what do we what do we want out of life, no matter mm-hmm. what age? And I think he said it too. Is like, what do we expect out of romance? Mm-hmm. right because we're you know like we started this thing of like what what the fuck is a date yeah in this movie like you see so many iterations of what a date is or what mm-hmm. a relationship is and going and going back to Corey of how she was like you know i love this guy but he's a dick but i wrote 70 like 70 yeah. songs about him and i'm gonna sing all of them yeah but i'm still going to be conf- you know i'm still gonna love him and and she does that thing in the very beginning of the movie where she has a chance to go back with him and she says no. Yeah. And then that kind of dictates the whole thing. And I was like, that, you know, like that whole thing of just them to, of her making her choice kind of dictates the rest of it of like what choices are they going to be allowing themselves to make. Mm-hmm. And I think I, I love that. And Corey is just fucking a brilliant character. It's great. I really wish they just it should just be like the John like the Cusack universe <laughs> where <laughs> this is like young Rob from High Fidelity. Oh, this totally. is like this is his ex from High Fidelity. You know, like Corey is that person he dated in High Fidelity. You know, like <laughs> with some changing you can make this a cinematic universe. I think we totally can cuz I mean like I think it totally they totally he is young Rob in it. Yeah, he's Absolutely. young Rob. Like there are young glimpses Rob. of Rob. Absolutely, and I think I think that's the greatest thing. Yeah, <laughs> and I, I I do kind of love the idea when we do start talking about high fidelity down the road. Of, it's gonna like, be like a seven part episode. Oh, we're <laughs> dissecting all of it, but yeah. like this idea of because I think you talked about it before, like the the idea of the the grand romantic gesture, and like how Rob. Um, is kind of confronted with that by his his ex at the moment of mm-hmm. like you used to do these wonderful things for me, mm-hmm. and then he kind of bites back and says you used to do this too, mm-hmm. and and they're both like well now we're comfortable we don't need that from each other but but they kind of do and I think like when he does all of these romantic or Lloyd when Lloyd does all of these things to you know before during after and then again when the relationship starts up again with diane that it's just these things that like he doesn't see as grand or or a gesture it's just these things that he wants someone to do for him Mm -hmm. right because he what does he say when he's talking to Corey and the other girl like um i'm gonna stop calling her his seven unanswered messages or something is enough yes. and then he calls her in one more time <laughs> yeah and it's like you know like the these i don't want 
like what what would we consider like a grand gesture like the big one from the movie is when he holds the boom box the boom box right yeah. and he's playing that song that played on the night that they were together for the first time like yeah you know and it's just that i was like totally I, every time i hear that that song in your eyes i'm just yeah. like it, it yeah. transports me back to that movie. yeah like i'm lifting something over my head <laughs> <laughs> and you're like seeing he's like but the thing is like he's not even singing along he just is like stone feeling it yeah, he's like trying not to show emotion at that moment, but like all the emotion is on his face, and he's holding up that boombox, and he's not saying anything. Mm-hmm. And it's just this this declaration of like, no matter what, I'll be here for you. <laughs> yeah, because that scene right before that—that's when he left that voicemail, and then his like uh diane and her dad were there and she's like answer he was just like answer it and then she's like no if i answer it we'll just get back together and he's like don't answer it you know what you know what's best for you yeah and then uh, pretty much what lloyd was saying in that uh that uh voicemail was just like can you do me a favor and destroy that letter letter. i wrote you because like i can't live uh knowing that 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 letter exists you know which is heartbreaking but but then you parallel. But then he goes to the next scene. <laughs> yeah, and he says, "Destroy that letter because I hate that it know- that I know it exists, right?" But then he mm-hmm. parallels it at the end when he gives the letter to the Diane uh, to Diane's dad, right? Yep. And and he's like, "Oh, but get to the end. The end is good." If he says with all, but I still love you. If yeah. then it's the good letter, but it ends up not being the good letter. It's not the good letter. But he says, mm-hmm. "But that letter exists." Yeah, Don't, that letter aren't exists. Aren't you happy or... that letter exists? And I'm yeah. When I was watching that, I was like, "That's such a, that's such a thing of like, everything is a callback in this movie to something else, and it's like this amazing callback of like, you know, he didn't want that letter to exist, yeah, one because it's hurting him. Because it's hurting him, but like, even if that letter hurts the dad, like yeah. the dad knows that there's that one that says, I still love you there, and it's just, yeah, it's like that just shows what kind of like." person lloyd is he's yeah. just a sweet romantic person like here's a guy who called him mediocre had like had, got the relationship broken up and he's just still trying to find a way to comfort him yeah you know so yeah. that's, that's the kind of guy <laughs> lloyd is such a good guy <laughs> but i think that goes back to like do we think lloyd would make it in this world today <laughs> would those grand gestures still hold up do you believe in grand gestures like it doesn't have to be boombox blasting outside <laughs> your house, but like, you say okay. So you say say you're scrolling through Instagram, and then you see someone post a video of someone doing some sort of grand romantic gesture. I Do you think believe we it? See that all the time though. We see everyone post up their like wedding po- proposals or like, like their prom prom proposals or whatever, which were never a thing. That were never a thing until when I was a kid. when like when I was teaching at high at the high school at Balboa. Um, high school in San Francisco um it one of my students had stopped an assembly and walked out there all in white got down on one knee and asked his girlfriend to be his prom date and they had been going out since like eighth grade so of course she was prom date but he made this whole spectacle that the whole school had to see it 
And I thought, oh my god, this is too much. But uh, again, is that the equivalent of like holding the boombox over the head? See, but I don't know because for me, I see a post, I see that immediately. I'm like, I don't believe it. <laughs> you know, like as much as I love romance, I love John Cusack, I love rom coms. I'm like, that's not real. So you know, because John Cusack's boombox moment—that was for her. But anytime yeah. someone posts it on Instagram, someone does it in an auditorium filled with people. I'm like, that's not that's for her. For that's for people. them. Yeah, yeah. I definitely, I do definitely see that. But I do kind of believe that the grand gesture still is around. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I do think that everything becomes becomes a Pixar it didn't happen type of situation. Yeah. And I think it's also like a genuine I want to share this to the world or to my friends or to my family. But at one point when does it start becoming spectacle? Like the yeah. like the stopping the assembly in the auditorium. That was spectacle. That was totally for everyone else cuz everyone yeah. knew they were together and they wanted a prom, right? Whatever. Yeah. Like 17-year-olds. Yeah. But it's just like how how big do we want a gesture to be or how small do we want a gesture to be? To where it's the point of that we know it's just for us, like the yeah. like you you know like you said like that that moment was just for Diane, mm-hmm. right? So then what what does a a romantic gesture become then, right? Because yeah. is the you know is the card a romantic gesture, or I think so. Well. Awkwardness aside, I think it was a romantic <laughs> gesture. Might not have been a good one, <laughs> but it was a gesture. Okay. So the like, because I would say that the card is a little weird for me, but that's just me, right? Like, I mean, mm-hmm. we all kind of know that the card was a, not good at the moment, but yeah. <laughs> you know, like what what does that moment teach us? The the boombox over the head mm-hmm. right because it's that's been <laughs> I was thinking, I was like, times too like everyone uh-huh. will just be like i'm playing this song yeah yeah so it's just a weird thing where i'm just like as a big of an impact john cusick has had in my life <laughs> i'm like no <laughs> here's the guy no! like what you would think I'd be like, all right, I get a chance to, to make to make a big spectacle and make this big romantic thing when I ask my the person I'm seeing to become my girlfriend, mm-hmm. and I'm just like, no, I thought it was already a thing, <laughs> you know? Okay, same, but I mean, like... so I think in that regard, John Cusack failed us. <laughs> Sorry, John, because if anything, he's taught me how to deal with heartbreak more than starting a relationship. Oh God, that's so true. Because the majority of movies we've seen, with yeah, him, he's like, he's like a, yeah, there's always a good heartbreak in it. Oh it's God. just a heartbreak, and I'm like, ooh, felt that one. <laughs> it's never like, all right, John. Like, and his grand romantic gestures is just letter, and you're just like, ooh, not a good one. He knows how to, he knows how to handle heartbreak. Not so good of blossoming fucking embers of love. Okay, <laughs> good point. Good point. So I think, uh, hate to say it, but I think this one's on Cusack. <laughs> oh, okay. But I don't know. I believe in ro- grand romantic gestures. It's just, it's hard. It's like that fine line of just like, 
are they doing this just to make it viral? <laughs> you know, is it is it is it a spectacle? Is it just for them? Is it because I don't I think, know. I think and and not to be like that person who like in this age of media and social mm-hmm. whatever, but it's it's also like don't we come don't we come to expect it at some point, right? Because it's like you know majority of you know of the people that i grew up with were all they're all like married with their seven children now but there wasn't like the grand gestures mm-hmm. of stuff like that right like it uh, that was always like a movie thing and it was also kind of cringy like if you did anything grand yeah. you're like why are you trying to do that like yeah. you, that is obviously not needed right so i think like like what we kind of expect are these little gestures, yeah. That, than than the grand gesture, you know, <laughs> the little gestures of like, did you get the goddamn present I wanted you to get me, or did yeah. you just get something else? Of like, you know, or like, I think that's the thing of just like we we want the little gestures, we don't want the big grand shit. Because I think that that comes from like, I don't want to say narcissistic because like Lloyd was not narcissistic in that moment, but it mm. was just this very honest, like, I want you to remember. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And I, th- I think that's it. It's like people do grand romantic gestures just to do it. But for like, whether it's coming from a place of like, Oh, this is for her. So that means it's just like, they would get it. You know, if like anyone else is going through yeah. random things, like things are good. And then you just start playing music outside the house. Like, what the fuck are you doing, creep? You know, but it's just like for her, it was that reminder is like, hey, remember when we were at our best? Aww. Hey, you know? Yeah. So if, if it's coming from a place where there's a reason for you for doing this, my cold, heartless torso will be like, oh, that's a little bit warm. I get that. You know, but if it's just doing things just for the spectacle, I'm like, mm, okay, this is probably for a TikTok. <laughs> I think that's the thing of like what do, what do we kind of expect at this moment, right? Because I mean, yeah. when we see things on social media, everything's supposed to be spectacle like, right? Yeah. It's, that's why you take the picture. That's why you do the video. Yeah. But it's like when you have these quiet moments of like these little gestures, I think that's that's the cooler thing. Like, you know, you go from Lloyd kicking the broken glass out of her way mm-hmm. to like Lloyd uprooting his life and moving to London with her. Yeah, you know, and there's no question about everything he does in between. It's just like, oh, this is just the kind of guy he is. Yeah, and we. I think for grand romantic gestures, it's like it's always unexpected. Mm. You know, so if you <laughs> hate to say it, but like if you keep doing grand things, eventually it becomes expected. Yeah, and <laughs> you kind of worked yourself into a corner like Rob did in High Fidelity. <laughs> <laughs> So you do, and it's like what Colossus said in Deadpool, where you're just like people think a hero does heroic things all the time. He's like, at most, you do five th- heroic things in your life. You like, you don't wake up heroically, you don't go to sleep heroically, you don't eat heroically. You just do five heroic things in your life. So I don't think everyone does grand romantic gestures every day or with every relationship or every moment or every anniversary. Yeah. But if you could just do one or two sprinkled in, and it's meaningful. There you go. <laughs> That's very good. I love that. Yeah. Holy shit. I dropped Deadpool references That's in there. Beautiful. Look at me. That right there. Romance. 
<laughs> so what's uh, episode two going to be about? Oh what are we going to watch next? I know. <laughs> <laughs> we should do a poll somewhere. But I, yeah. Like, what do you want to see? Um, because I think we sh- we should save high fidelity. That's oh, gonna, that be one's gonna be quite an endeavor. Do you want to like back and forth with a new one and an old one? You want to or like what? Yeah, let's do a new one. Let's do a new Ooh. one. So what do you want to watch? <laughs> um, so I'm just I'm on his IMDb page right now. I almost kind of want to say let's do identity. We could do identity. Yeah, because that's such a like 180 from saying anything. from from this. Yeah. Yeah. Did you see that Beach Boys movie he did? No. We can, that, we we, that, that'll be on there someday. But yeah, let's do Identity. So this is very different <laughs> next week. Yes. Okay. All right. Cool. Cool. So thank you guys for watching episode one of Cusack to the Future. This has been amazing fun for us trying to figure out what romance and love and love is <laughs> but again thank you for watching my name is john and i am grace and i think that's it for this episode yeah. anything else you want to say to close out no just you know keep keep watching cusack keep, keep watching cusack watch along with us so yeah. we don't know when the next episode is going to be but within the next week or so watch identity we watch say anything and then watch identity so you're in the same (laughs) emotional and mental mindset as we are yeah don't watch them back to back though (laughs) yeah that'll fuck you up anyway thanks for watching guys we'll see you for the next episode Bye. bye